Welcome to Testimony, a musician story narrated by myself, Brown Theory, the music lover constantly seeking positive music. Let's get started. Oh Lord, stone they all rejected, but still you did the unexpected. Step down from the throne, oh Lord, lower than the angels, but no one else can save us, cause you are God alone. This is part two of Kristen Gray's Testimony, A Musician's Story. We last left off with Chris discussing his new album, School of Roses, set to release March 25th, 2014. The album is classified as R&B and soul and will be targeted to a mainstream audience. They came to see me, I want them seeking you. The world's a microscope, they watching everything I do. Everything I say, every set I play. I got my head down, praying I don't go straight. That I never fall, that I never turn. See lightning strike, crash and burn. I'm in this airplane, dodging the clouds on this narrow path. Dodging the crowds, running from trends. Seeing my friends turn to enemies, they slither like centipedes. 100 problems, but he left 99 just to find me. Yeah, I was a blind sheep. 98 on the freeway, eyes on the plumbers, but my past right behind me. I'm trying to get the one note. Future bright, cause my eyes on the sun, bro. School of Roses doesn't mention the name Jesus, but highlights his principles. Chris said it is designed to play with our emotions, to remind us that we are human. He said sometimes as Christians, we forget that we are human and mix up having the Holy Spirit inside of us with being the Holy Spirit. The album is designed to show us we are 100% depraved so that we can truly appreciate having His love. School of Roses is structured like a college curriculum. The courses include Roses 101, Roses 102, and Roses 103. But before we begin Roses 101, we must have our prerequisite. And our prerequisite begins with the last time. When's the last time you said I'm sorry? When's the last time you said I love you? Do you mean it when you say I'm sorry? Oh, was the last time, the last time? So wrote it as an experiment because he was playing around with his vocoder machine and he was actually singing. And he sent me this email and he was like, what do you think about this? And it was his voice, not mine. You have got to hear that someday because it sounds so good. Like to hear Swoop singing his own hooks before he sends me this stuff and I do it, it's the best. I mean, you know, he got a little voice on him, so I'm not trying to play him. It's just funny. <laughs> we talked about how we needed an intro and I found that. And I was like, man, I started listening to the words and I was like, this is the intro to my album. If that doesn't sum up what I've gone through in relationships, I don't know what does. 
from a human emotion standpoint. It was my way of interpreting the way I feel about about repentance and about having to apologize to the people that I've done wrong. So it was just honesty. Next, he explains the track, Wanna. It was an exaggerated song about temptation. So I jumped right into what I know people would be afraid to hear when it comes to temptation, which is I'm a married man and I'm traveling and I'm at these shows and I'm seeing pretty women and I want to holler at them. (laughs) I started with that. I did that entire verse. The chorus pushes and drives the point home. The second verse is about money and being in the industry. You know, feeling broke, feeling deprived of what I feel like I deserve. It's all wrong. It's all negative. It's not to glorify the feeling, it's to admit the feeling. I'm not going to say, you know, let's get geeked about our temptation, but this is very much um, an emotional roller coaster. And if I can pull out everybody's emotions, by the time we get rid of all of our emotions, because we don't serve God with just our emotions, we serve Him with our mind as well, then by the time we get to arena, it's going to be pure worship. So, Wanna was about the feeling. Chris describes the song, Wind Chaser. Forgive me not turning and love me not. Love me not tied us together though. It's ever so Cupid how we fell for the weather though. Autumn, who you want to see so bad? I'm like, call him. You leave me no option. You distorted the portrait. You've been more than important. Blazing the trail was pointless like no porter in Portland. It's been more of a jar than shrug for me. But nowadays ain't much more than a hug for me. A nigga I ain't cried yet. She be on some whack left. Gone to November and then some. Gone to November and then some. I mean, that title is pure scripture. It's, and you find a chasing of the wind all throughout Ecclesiastes, where Solomon is talking about things that are meaningless. I approached my selfish desires in marriage as being me chasing the wind. So I start complaining. I wanted to make love. She wanted to break up. We're in a bad spot, basically. Marriage is on the rocks. And, you know, for whatever reason, whatever difficulties have gone on, and mind you, I'm not just telling my stories through these songs either. I'm telling everybody's stories. So it's this whole idea of, you know, feeling entitled in marriage, any spouse. You know, the the female could say something totally different about what she's looking for in the relationship or the marriage, or he doesn't do this or he doesn't do that. I'm saying, well, she's not doing this. She's not doing that. And I wonder how long we're going to last. You know, I don't want to start all over. It took me too long to grow up. Like what? That's such a jerk statement. Like, what do you mean? You haven't grown up yet. 
I know, but that's how I feel. I'm chasing the wind. So at the end of Wind Chaser, I say, now we can't make love because love is what made us. And I'm still ready to try again. I'll start over till the end. So I'm realizing that instead of me playing the blame game in my marriage, let me realize that this whole thing I've been looking for doesn't exist. The last song part of the prerequisite is Vanish. But if I wait too long, you just made me go. Vanish after Windchaser, since I've now laid out that there's an issue here and that we have issues to resolve, Vanish was my way of saying, I feel like every time I try, I make it worse. So I just want to disappear. So we highlight on this negative feeling of, man, I'm ready to get out of here. I don't know what to do. I'm at my wit's end. What I'm expressing in that song is that my marriage and my wife are my responsibility. I can't leave because... I'm supposed to love as Christ loved the church. And it's my job to work through my own emotions and stay in my role and never leave. Now we begin Roses 101. This course is about disappointment. The first track is After All. She used to think she was ahead of her time. Kept it bottled inside with a painting by her bedside Waiting for a chance to romance with somebody in her league Every fella that ever tries to tell us she's Cinderella They find out she's walking on glass And she's like, please, I don't mean no harm, boy I'm just dealing with a broken past And right now a barber is a feasible offer So I'll have some of that open flask Oh, oh After All is a super happy song about something terrible. <laughs> After All is probably the most lighthearted song on the album, but it's a, a whole song about being disappointed. First verse talks about a girl or a woman who has this whole facade made up of being too good for everybody that she talks to. All of these guys are trying to, you know, talk to her and everybody she meets, no one's good enough. And she has to then explain to that person that, you know, I don't mean any harm. 
It's just that I'm broken. She's now not dealing with her disappointment and has decided to settle for someone who is not going to be any good for her. Maybe it won't be easy after all. Second verse is about me. All I ever wanted was to tour like my mom and be on stage with an orchestra and a baby grand. But the simple fact that I'm doing Christian music may never give me that opportunity. So why in the world am I even trying anymore? Maybe it won't be easy after all. Clap, 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 jump around. <laughs> because we need to be able to look each other in the eye and say, this is how I feel. Next, he discusses hello or goodbye. My mother's voice was soft rain. My daddy's was more like a hurricane. Saying, son, you better learn to pray. I'm like the sun, better learn to shine. I'm feeling blind, because I've been gone for a while. And my daughter's days have been see the same story in her eyes saying won't stop telling you every day how much I need you around I know you're up in the sky but I don't know when you'll be back down I wake up looking for you but I guess it depends on the day is it Just tell me which one to say. The song is written from a place of, I want to really experience all of you, but, but you're gone a lot. So the dynamic of, you know, transitioning into, into a new area of my life where, and this is, you know, just the, the transparent part of the album because it means other things for so many other people. That's why it's written so ambiguously. But for me, it's this whole concept of being gone and, and not being able to truly experience just the richness of a relationship because of neglect. And so the second verse, I reflect on that for a little bit. And then I noticed my daughter being affected by it. And then she sings the same chorus. Now I say, I can see the same story in her eyes because she can't say it to me yet. Then we let the strings play out. And then it's me telling the Lord. Chris continues this course about disappointment with moving on. Sometimes we have to witness to people, we have to be an example to people, and we are a mess inside. And we want to quit, but Scripture tells us to be steadfast and unmovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord. That doesn't mean after you've worked out all of your issues and you're perfect. It means regardless of whatever you're going through, you have got to keep moving. Like, you must keep moving. And I know it's a very simple concept, but it's one that everyone needs to be reminded. Like, I don't care where you are. You know, I, think of the worst thing that you could have done. Like, you cannot give up because you haven't been given up on. So the song is just encouraging us to just move. Down. 
takes a break from singing the hook and lets the producer, Wes Pendleton, take over on the track, Convenient. You only keep me around When it's convenient Now you got me hanging on When you're all alone and needed So it starts with me saying what I did. Pre-chorus is her reaction to it. Chorus is her saying, you only keep me around when it's convenient. Second verse, I talk about, from my dad's perspective, how he felt used when people left his church. They had no problem, you know, staying with them and seeking out counsel or, you know, when they needed money or when they needed help. They had no problem calling on him or, or, or pulling him to the side or trying to reach him in the middle of the night. But as soon as they didn't agree with his direction, they just left. And I wanted to write it from the perspective of a pastor, because we never hear from the pastor. We only hear from the people who leave. So he's saying, when I met you, I could see all the pain and the tears on your face. So I gave you my shoulder. You talk behind my back, but I still love you the same. Then you only keep me around when it's convenient. He concludes the disappointment course with Super Day. It's definitely the way I approached my wife. Like, please let your guard down. Like, I know what you've been through, but I am just here to pursue you and I love you and you have blown my mind and blah, blah, blah. And I meant every single word. The only problem was I hadn't gotten closer yet, which we talk about right after that. So the song is called Super Day for a reason, because Super Dave was this cartoon that my brother and I used to watch. And Super Dave was this stunt man in front of a lot of people. He would always mess up. He would try to shoot himself out of a cannon and it would flip upside down or shoot him into the ground or whatever. So the whole point of the song was, yeah, this is how I approached my wife. And this is a feel-good song and everything, but you're basically a stunt man right now who's making the wrong stunt because you're doing all of this, but you're missing a big step. So the song is written from the eligible Christian dude who's who's a failure. When the fantasy is gone When the fantasy is gone Saying goodbye Gotta close the door Oh, gotta close the door Roses 102 is about closure, and he begins the course with Burning House. It's a burning house. And the only reason you're running into that house is not to get anything and not to save anybody. It's because there's a door that's open and you have to close that door before the house burns down or you'll never be able to close it again. That's how urgent it is for us to have closure in our lives. The song Nostalgis features his brother Taylor Gray and the singer-songwriter who contributed a lot to the album, B. Wright. Layaway flow, a lot of things been on hold. I've been paying for something he gave away though. Guess I felt obligated probably since the day I came home. Don't make a lot of sense. The problem is I'm day to day low on change. Say it ain't so. 
probably spend a lot of days on condemnation. I paper play for moping. I'm motivated at to make me change clothes. I'm Django, I feel like a slave, so I'm cautious to say no. But on the same note, I'm bossing. I stay broke, but on the same note, I'm flossing. Knowing good and well, I'm out of my range, so I'm falsing. Falsetto vibrato, I lost it. Singing, I am a god. This ain't living if you just buying LeBrons And this ain't winning if you just trying for bronze Medallions, I used to keep my eye on the prize Nostalgia The impoverished mentality that a lot of black men have And even including myself Where it's just like, you know, I'll never have what I want So I'm just gonna settle for something really good right now You know, that's how we treat fashion That's how we treat a lot of things We try to make ourselves look good real quick when really we haven't even developed like a mentality on, on how to be successful according to the word of God. So we're completely ruining our witness because we're stuck in this this backwards mentality. When B finally sings the hook, he's saying like, I remember when all this stuff didn't matter and it was just about you, Lord. Like it wasn't about my struggles. It wasn't about my emotions. You know, I had just met you. I was on fire for you because the song is about getting back to what matters in the midst of all of that. Chris closes the course about closure with a song about his wife with Lady Grey, Easy to Love. It's just so easy to love. Uh, come on. Oh. You're so easy to love. Uh, come on. You're not perfect, but you're easy to love. Uh, I know y'all Lady Grey, Easy to Love is my answer to basically everything in the beginning of the album. So the whole song I'm saying like, I'm tripping. <laughs> By no stretch of shot against her. Like, no, she's easy to love. I'm not easy to love. And this is, I mean, of course she's not perfect. So I'm reiterating, I know I'm only human basically, but God has given me a love for you that will never go away. And even when I'm at my lowest point, this is what I signed up for. And it's not even, and I want to acknowledge that it's not even hard to love you. It's hard to love me. Roses 103 is about death, and the song Ghost and its premise comes from his wife. She experienced a lot of death. Um, her mother died, her father died, and her father specifically, though, this is what I zoomed in on. He's a ghost because he's gone, but he was a ghost even when he was here because he was never around. Like, I never knew you, and I'll never know you. That's pretty pretty painful to deal with death. But at the end of the song, it's hard to believe that truth, but I'll tell everyone that, that I'm loved by a ghost. Now it turns the corner talking about the Holy Spirit. I'll tell everyone I can feel you almost, because we can't feel them, because you'll always call me, and you always wanted to the way I wanted you and more. And I told everyone I was loved by a ghost. I told everyone
course on death, as well as the entire album with the song Arena, The Final Hour, a spinoff of the song Arena found on the We Live as Kings album. I spend my days wondering where I belong anymore, these tears and memories that are leaving me. I see a dim reflection in the mirror And my lungs are filled with guilt affecting how I breathe And when we did Arena, what we didn't want to do was make, all right, man, we done did all these secular songs. We need to throw a little Christian song in here so they know I'm saved. No, we, we knew Arena was very powerful from the We Live as Kings album. I wanted to take that same concept and expound on it from the place of this album. Because, you know, Arena is definitely a song from We Live as Kings that was written more about Christianity as a whole and having to face persecution and being willing to die for it. But I wanted to take it and apply it to more of a personal context. I am human and my own depravity is causing me to to want to see you even more. I can't wait until I'm not this way anymore. I can't wait until I see you. And oh my God, like the fact that you love me, even though I'm this way, like the fact that you see you in me is amazing. Goal was, it was to play off of Arena, but we actually changed, you know, about midway through it, it's not Arena anymore. It's not the original Arena. Tragic helped me write that song. Man, we were in tears, like, sitting there writing that song. That was the last one. And we was like, oh man, this is this is like powerful. And and they were producing it at the same time. So it was just like, whoo, I'm about ready to bust. Especially since I got everything out. Like now you can worship from a place of authenticity and not holding back our issues. In the final hour, I'm in search for time. Just to capture this moment of is worth so much more uh, And I love that I just can't explain myself oh, Lord, oh, Lord, oh, Lord. That concludes the School of Roses. Although it is not a real college curriculum, the subject matter is real and the topics are relatable. Chris hopes that listeners can grow while experiencing their own School of Roses. It's really an album to ponder, and and I'm really hoping that people hear this album and become 
aware of the urgency of us to get to know God through the other books of the Bible that we don't read a lot because we're missing him. I want everyone to be able to experience their own school of roses and not just look at mine. And some people will be able to, and it'll be a blessing to them, and some people won't. Brown Theory Production, an 83 Media Production, and until next time, I'm Brown Theory, the music lover constantly seeking positive music. <laughs>